fighting does not make you a hero. What if I promise to be careful? Just a shield then. Diana. No sharp edges. Be careful of mankind, Diana. They do not deserve you. You've told me this story. What is this place? Who are you people? We are the bridge to a greater understanding. Right. What is your mission? Well, here's the thing. You are in more danger than you think. The boys in the trenches called her Dr. Poison. Millions would die. The war would never end. I'm going, Mother. If you choose to leave, you may never return. Who will I be if I stay? We'll come. To the war. Well, technically the war is that way, but we gotta go this way first. How can a woman fight in this? Ooh. Who is this young woman? She's my, um... And, um... Diana, Princess of the Mystery. Prince, Diana Prince. This war should stop. Help me stop it right now. What are you? You will soon find out. D June 2nd. Suicide Squadcast. This is the DC Universe podcast where we discuss the DC Extended Universe movies and TV shows. Yeah, we are big fans of what DC Comics is doing on the big and small screen, so we want to make sure we talk all about it. So thanks for joining us tonight for this special episode. Let's get started. My name is Tim. And I'm Jordan, and we are the Suicide Squadcast. Jordan, welcome back, man. What's up, man? How's it going? It's going really good, man. I'm all pumped up. Uh, you know, I just decided, like, we need to we need to put something out. We need to review this. And <laughs> so I just sent out a note to the whole, you know, squad cast team. And I said, hey, who wants to record tonight? And you were the first one to jump in. And I said, done. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Jordan, by the way, you are you're the number two when it comes to guest appearances on Suicide yes. Squadcast. Yes. So you're just you're right there. You're right behind Brent. You got a ways to go to beat Brent out. But uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't even had Chris on yet. Chris Rimmer has never made an appearance yet. We got to get him on here, man. But I, um, I'm going to be an advocate and say we can't blow him up tonight because, um, you know, it almost 
almost caused a relationship issue in our in our <laughs> recording. No, I'm just joking. It really didn't. But um, it was all in good fun. And um, yeah, we got to get him on here. But I wanted to definitely talk some Wonder Woman, man, because it's just yeah. I'm so pumped up for this movie. Yeah. And uh, one last thing about uh, getting him on. By the way, the the thing you guys did on your show, uh, what was the episode? <laughs> yeah. Episode 26 or 25? Uh, yeah. Nice job at the end, uh, putting, you know, <laughs> Scott and I in, in our place. <laughs> Thank you. That was, I'll leave that up to, uh, that was actually Chris. He, uh, he sent me, it was funny. I was at the gym and he sent me a picture of Mr. Freeze and he goes, I got the perfect idea. Let's <laughs> cool him off. I started laughing and it was just, it was great, man. And so uh, we decided it's, it's only going to be, you know, we can't steal your guys' thunder and do it every week. So whenever somebody really deserves it, um, they're going to get cooled off. You cool them off, man. You do whatever you need to do. That's, <laughs> it was fun. Uh, but enough about that nonsense. Hey, let's get into this trailer, man. Absolutely. So, okay, so this thing debuted at the MTV Music Awards. Yes, it did. Yes. And uh, so, of course, I, you know, I jumped on. I, I, so last night, I didn't actually see it until a half hour after it dropped because I was I was busy with my wife watching something, you know, because we had a super busy weekend. I'm like, okay, I got to spend a little bit of time with her. <laughs> there you go. So, so I, we, uh, we finished off something we were watching. And then uh, as soon as, you know, I, I, I put her to bed, you know, I jumped on <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's a trailer. And I just watched that thing. I was like, oh, my God, that thing was great. It's a great yeah. final trailer. I mean, it's got it's got like, um, you know, it doesn't show that much more than right. what we've seen. But there's a few really, really cool scenes in there that, you know, we hadn't seen yet. Uh, but man, I mean, just like uh, the way they kind of pace it, it kind of slowly builds up, you know, very, uh, very kind of slow build up with um, Hippolyta and young Diana. On oh, yeah. And then it just slowly builds up. And then at the end, you just got that Imagine Dragons song just kicking in. Oh, yeah. Warriors, I think is the name of the song. And man, it's just a, it's a great, it's a great tra- final trailer. And they actually departed a little bit. They didn't have like a little uh, funny scene at the end, like they've done with right. all the other trailers. So it just kind of like, it just, it ended on like a very like, you know, high energy note. And then, and that was it. It just, and it said, you know, June 2nd. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Great. Well, let's, let's walk through this thing. What, what were your reactions at the beginning of this trailer? Well, like you, I, uh, I didn't watch it initially on the MTV Movie Awards. I had, I was also watching some, I was watching The Accountant with um, my girlfriend. And so afterwards, I was like, I just got it. I was like, oh, that's right. The trailer dropped tonight. So then I <laughs> looked it up real quick and I was like, oh my God. Every time one of these trailers is coming out, it's just, it's giving me more and more chills every time with each new trailer. And yeah. so um, it just, everything about this trailer was awesome. There's so many cool things to go along with it. I made so many different correlations with, different Zack Snyder movies, but also different DC movies prior to as well. Like um, a couple Batman Begins references I felt like were in there, but uh, there was just, it was awesome. And like you said, the music just made you, it gave me almost like my adrenaline started pumping a little bit. I was like, oh man, Mm -hmm. it's like 1130, my adrenaline's going really. (laughs) So I was really, really excited. And um, it just, uh, it just makes you, it was like the perfect final trailer, I guess you could say. It really Um, was, yeah. It didn't show a whole lot. Like, you know, in the BVS final trailer, you had, of course, almost a whole warehouse fight Mm -hmm. uh, with Batman and so on and so forth. But this one gave you just enough of the storyline that you get it. But it also gives you a ton of action. And it also gives you a ton of um, actually younger Diana, which I really think that she's going to knock it out of the park because I really like her so far. Yeah, I like what they kind of did. Like 
like right away you kind of see that she's just kind of trying to push the boundaries a little bit because oh, yeah. you know Hippolyta's saying you know it's uh, fighting is not does not make you a hero right and so of course right away young Diana's lobbying her mother you know what if I promise <laughs> to be careful and she goes just the shield then yeah exactly <laughs> and then you know and of course Apollo comes back no Diana and she's like well no sharp edges or objects yeah. I, I can't remember exactly <laughs> what she said but it was just oh it was it was great and you could just kind of see that you know she's she's got this like little streak of independence in her um, you know of course you know the Amazons are just trained to be these warriors and all that and, and right. uh, peace loving but you can kind of see like Diana just at that young age like she's just really kind of you could tell she's wanting to push these boundaries and you know because she's the only child on that island I'd assume right so yeah I would yeah, think so yeah I mean at least we have no indication that they've diverted from you know kind of like um, you know the the comics on this but right yeah so oh I it's it's awesome man I don't I don't know what else to say it's just is it's really it's really pretty incredible um just all of it the, between her young Diana's chemistry with Hippolyta and then um even Gal Gadot's um chemistry with Hippolyta as well and it just seems like it flows seamlessly it's I, I'm just super excited for this film I, I think that everything that I've seen for it so far nothing has made me tentative about it mm-hmm. and um I just you know really enjoyed that and then you know especially once we get to the war scenes I, I love war films as well and one of the things that I really enjoyed too is a lot of times in war films you get a lot of the action you don't get to see a lot of the you know artillery fire going back and forth necessarily you often see like you know mud mounds getting hit or whatever or yeah. you know the ground getting hit but this you see everything when she's running through the streets when she's coming out of the trench and you get this artillery fire you see it coming at her full speed and I love that she's blocking it and running at it while it's hitting her full speed it's not in slow motion it's oh, awesome yeah, yeah that's that scene of her running down the street and uh, just kind of oh. holding her shield up towards like the upper levels of the buildings and all that Incredible. taking all that artil- artillery fire and gunfire man it's it's an awesome scene it's just got so high energy yeah it really is and and that was one of the things that I had written down was just it, oh, it's, it was just so amazing. It just goes to show you that, you know, and the fact that she does it, you know, she does have some sort of grimace on her face, mm-hmm. but she's so stoic when she does it too. That's part yeah. of the things that I love about it. You know, it's, she just is Wonder Woman. I look at Gal Gadot and I'm like, you're Wonder Woman. You're just, <laughs> you're not Gal Gadot anymore. You're Wonder Woman. It's so, it's just, it was amazing. And I'm so excited to see how uh, the Lasso of Truth is going to be used as well. Yeah. And, well, you see a little bit of it in the, the like the Themyscirian Council where right. they actually have Trevor wrapped up in the lasso of truth which is really right. kind of cool we didn't quite get that context in some of the earlier ones but yeah i mean so like and actually steve trevor you know chris pine's got a lot of action scenes in his thing yes like, he does you know which is really cool like it's a great balance it's a great balance i mean you know this is gonna be you know this is gonna be a female-led movie and you know mm-hmm. and diane is gonna be the powerful hero in this but i love i love what they've done with trevor as well like they're just not leaving him as like you know you know invert the roles he's not the stereotypical uh, man in distress in this like you know they're right. like equal partners in this doing whatever they can with their abilities to you know go with this huge battle and and they really kind of imply in this trailer that the big bad is going to be Dr. Poison right and uh you know the females who's you know shown like when they're at the council meeting on Themyscira it shows they're mixing all these different poisons and all that and and presumably you know experimenting and trying it out and testing it and and so they they really kind of build you know her up as the big bad and you know we all know there is there's a much bigger bad coming right but a lot of the general 
audience just doesn't know that. And it's going to be it's going to be such a big like, you know, surprise to people that are just oh, yeah. kind of casual fans and all that. Yeah, absolutely. That's the one thing I kind of was thought was sort of a similar Batman Begins reference was when they first show um Dr. Poison in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that that sound effect to it almost like when Scarecrow induces yes, um, yes. a lot of people in Batman Begins with his fear gas. You sort of get that like the high pitched um but you get like the the low rumbling and then you get the high pitched sounds underneath it. I was like, oh my god, it reminds me of Scarecrow, like when he's <laughs> right. induces them. And so it uh it was just awesome, man. There was she looks like she's gonna be pretty incredible as well. Um and I'm just excited to see how it's all gonna play into the bigger picture here because um like you guys were saying in your one hundredth episode, congratulations by the way. Thank you, thank you. So it's gonna go from Doctor Poison to then Danny Houston to then possibly something larger. And originally I thought Danny Houston might have been the big bad when uh yeah when this all came out but it doesn't seem like that the more the trailers have gone along the more it doesn't necessarily seem that way but i could be also completely wrong so i don't know man it just everything about this this flick looks looks great so far yeah so i'm i'm actually not convinced that danny houston is not aries now this was you know this was something we had kind of speculated a long long time ago when we first heard that danny houston was going to be uh, in the film we kind of mm-hmm. assumed like okay you know he could be playing Ares. That that would be awesome. That would work. Right. Uh, but up until this point, and he's listed in the official credits as General Eric Ludendorff. I don't know if mm-hmm. I said the first name right, but you know he's one of these German generals. And so uh, the other person of pretty noteworthiness in this film is David Thewlis, and he's listed as like a, one of the parla- parliamentary guys, Sir Patrick. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that think he is going to be playing Ares, and I, it's probably right because some of these early reports came out. That that um, they were, you know, pegging him as Ares. Um, they're certainly not putting that out there in these trailers. They really making it look like he's just a, one of the parliamentary guys. And so I'm still not entirely convinced that it wouldn't, that it won't be Danny Houston to be Ares. I mean, I, you know, I, it's the the easy money says it probably is Thewlis, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a little bit of a, a twist here. Yeah, that that I never really thought about it like that, but that actually seems a lot cooler. <laughs> to yeah, me. It, it just that's that's a great theory. I. I think that, you know, because he sort of has an idea that this woman is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that would play into it really well, actually. So I'd be for that. I'm, I'm just all for anything, really, at this point. I can't believe we're only, what are we, three yeah. and a half weeks out or right. three weeks yeah. out? Yeah, super close, so, super close. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just there's so many great things, you know, and kind of going back into the trailer a little bit. One of the things I really enjoyed was right after they get, right after Steve Trevor's kind of brought before the council at the mascara diana then decides that she's going to leave and i think that the greatest part of this trailer for me is the dialogue between her and hippolyta at this point where she says i'm going mother and then hippolyta says you know if you choose to leave you may never return and then she says who will i be if i stay that to me that was the greatest like piece of dialogue in this trailer for me because that encompasses who wonder woman is absolutely yeah i mean she's she's got a much bigger purpose in life yes and that's that's just such a great line right there as well. I, I love that scene too because like while they're having that dialogue, you know, when they're at the uh, looks like they're at the at the sea about ready to depart. Right. She they show a scene of her, I presume, going to get all that that armor and the weapons and the shield and all that from that armory, and it looks like she's diving across some big I don't know chasm of some sort to mm-hmm. grab onto this ledge on the outside of the building, and she just makes it, and then she just digs her, and she basically pounds her fingers into the building and kind of climbs her way up. It's, it's an right. awesome looking scene. The camera work on 
that was great because it just, you know, it's it's a it's like a bird's eye view looking down at her just climbing up that wall. And that's uh, just a that was just a really neat scene because we hadn't seen anything like that as well. Uh, so it gives you a little more context about how she's, you know, probably getting into that armory. Absolutely. It makes me wonder as well because it kind of had a very, to me, Themyscira almost has a very three, at some points, 300-esque feel to it. Yeah. Um, it just makes me wonder how much uh, Zack Snyder and Patty Jenkins worked together in creating some of these shots because there's some of like the slow motion shots throughout the trailers that we've seen. You could tell is very Zack Snyder-esque, like when she kicks the soldier through the window or when she bursts through the window herself and then she's taking out some of the guys. But it also, it's interesting because it doesn't feel like it's just Na- uh, Zack Snyder. It also feels like it has Patty Jenkins, like that driving force behind it, which I really like that it's, it seems like it's, it's pretty much her project, but it's also a collaboration. I, I just, I love that you can feel that through the trailer. I mean, at least I could, I don't know if that was something that stuck out to you as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I don't know that Zack Snyder would have been all that involved in this, but certainly, you know, when it comes to, um, uh, you know, a lot of the action scenes and a choreography and all that, I mean, there's probably a lot of the similar people that are used for a lot of these Warner Brother films. So, you know, you, we right. could very well have a lot of the same people uh, behind, say, maybe 300 or Watchmen and, you know, the people that Zach's used for, you know, his films as well that, you know, maybe they were part of this. But yeah, I agree. It's 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 surprisingly, it surprisingly feels a lot more like a Zack Snyder influence, though. I, it's kind of funny. I, I agree with you. I, you know, I don't think he's really all that involved in this film, but right. there's just a lot of things that kind of like harkens back to like, you know, his style. And so, you know, you know, I'm sure Patty Jenkins is a, is a big student, uh, you know, as a filmmaker, you know, always looking at things that she likes and, right. and uh, you know, uh, you find something that you think, hey, you know, that's something I'd like to try. And I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if um, they didn't have some kind of conversation at some point and talk about some of these things or maybe just her watching some of his films. But it's, uh, you know, some of those scenes, especially some of the fight scenes, they're they're kind of like the more darker, you know, they're, they're nighttime scenes. That's something that that's kind of a hallmark of some of these DC films so far. You, you see a right. lot more of that. And I know I know it has a lot to do with, you know, uh, CGI and all that. Uh, it's easier to do some of the CGI effects if they have, you know, nighttime scenes. Yeah. Uh, so that could be part of it. But man, it does. It, it, it actually ties in a little closer to some of the feel that we got from Batman v Superman. So, right. uh, but you have distinct differences. Like when you're on Themyscira, it feels very different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's interesting, you know, and, and I think it's I think it's intentional, to be honest with you, because uh, it's a very idealistic and peaceful world on Themyscira. But I mean, it's just like, you know, you go from that. And then when she goes out into man's world, which is just filled with these horrible, horrible wars, you know, the yeah. World War One, the, the war to end all wars, you know, it's just it's the, the contrast is accentuated by the tones that are used uh, when they film some of these scenes, you know, it's much darker. It's such it's a much darker world for Diana. So I, I really like that touch. I, I think that was done really well. Right. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I was one thing I was going to bring up as well is you're totally right when you're on Themyscira. It's this lush, beautiful land. The scenery is absolutely gorgeous. Some of those shots that they have is are it's just amazing. Like when the plane is crashing into um, the ocean and then when she gets to man's world and, you know, it brings me back to the second trailer when she, you know, welcome to jolly old London. She's like, it's hideous. It's like, it's true. You, to, you totally get that tone shift, but I, I do agree with you in thinking that it's intentional. And then there are other moments like when she seems like she's with Etta Candy, mm-hmm. the tone seems to brighten up a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, And so that's something that I really enjoy as well, because I feel like Etta's going to bring, she's really going to kind of teach 
her, you know, I'm glad that they give her that relationship right away. So it's not just her having to deal with Steve um, right off the bat. And she gets this, you know, to form this relationship with Etta as well. Um, I, it's just so exciting, man. I, I And like, you know, I love the dress. I feel like the dress scene is going to be just hilarious because I it really yeah. enjoyed it in the first couple trailers when she's like, how can a woman fight in this? And she does the high kick. Yeah, and then in this it. one, she actually rips the dress. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, but it's just so many great elements to this that I think it's, I'm definitely seeing it more than one time, probably oh, no like, yeah. like three, I, I would assume between three and five in theaters, but um, it's just, it's just great. And I think that the dynamic of this cast, they all seem to mesh really well with one another, almost how Suicide Squad meshed really well with one another. Um, you could sort of tell right off the bat. And then this, I feel like is very similar in that regard. Um, it's just something that, that gets me really, really excited. And so, but that I, what I like too, is I like how the trailer, when it moves along, the pace starts picking up. And like you said, yeah. the Imagine Dragons song comes in and it's just great because the score for throughout this entire trailer, I think they used three different songs is what it sounded like, but each one of them were, you know, was were perfect for the sections that they were scored underneath. And I hope that one, I feel like it was either the first or the second one. I hope that some of that's actual scoring from the film. Um, Cause that would be too. Yeah. pretty incredible, but I'm just excited to see how it is. I'm, I'm also a big score buff. So that's probably one of the reasons why I'm excited. Let's, uh, so let's talk about uh, a few things that we can kind of see that we can look forward to in this film. Sure. Uh, for one, obviously all the interaction on Themyscira is going to be really uh, fun to watch, but there's, right. there's a few, there's like maybe about five or six distinct like action scenes that we've kind of gleaned from these trailers that I'm really excited to see. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is when Trevor is infiltrating that German camp right. and ends up blowing it up and he's flying out in that uh, Fokker airplane. That one looks to be like a really cool scene. Uh, we've got the one where uh, obviously the huge beach battle shortly after that yeah. where uh, you know he lands on the beach and the Germans follow him and, and then you see the big battle between the Themyscirian warriors and the German uh, soldiers uh, mm-hmm. on that beach. You know, and that one's like very 300-esque so that one's going to be really cool. Uh, then we, I, there seems to be like well, obviously the no man's land where Diana comes up out of the trench and right. she slowly kind of starts advancing towards uh, that line of Germans and uh, that looks like it's going to be super intense and I bet you that's going to just going to be the big fist pump moment in that film. Right. Um, you get the one that is kind of like analogous to Batman v Superman which we call the, you know, the Martha scene or a lot of people call it the warehouse scene with Batman. The Martha rescue. The Martha rescue scene and and so that one you, you see her where she's crashing in through that window. Yeah. Very much like Batman in that same scene. <laughs> crashing through that window and, and <laughs> that looks like that's going to be a, a really epic battle through there as well. Oh yeah. And then there's the one that we don't see and that's the one where we've only seen the tiniest little snippets and you have to really know what to look for to even know that it's something unique and something different and that's the battle with Ares and uh, so in this one we didn't really see anything with Ares that I think we saw a couple tiny snippets in the previous trailer but we didn't really see anything except for one thing and that was the one where it was like a nighttime scene and she's taken on this huge like a beam or something of energy and and so she's just kind of fighting that back so that's that's going to be like that the big like finale as far as I can tell oh yeah absolutely and I love because they they show little snippets of that scene throughout the trailer and one of the parts that I think is my favorite of that is when she does this almost Feora like battle in that from Man of Steel where she's using like her speed mm-hmm. and she's taking some of the guys she has like one guy in her hand she like speeds forward hits another guy with her shield and then slams this guy and right. throws him <laughs> into another guy and it's just like oh my god it's so brutal but at the same time it looks oh it just looks so she's just a bad mamma jamma I guess would be the best way to say <laughs> it it's just yeah. it's so great and you know the the beam that you were talking about got me really excited it was almost 
almost like, you know, made, and then her, you know, it just made me think like, oh, well, if that's what she's facing then, then like, what was she thinking when she was facing Doomsday and BVS? Like, did it, how much of it was, you know, did it bring back memories of right, exactly. that battle? And so it'll be, it'll be definitely exciting. I like that we haven't seen Ares though. I, I oh, yeah. think that that's, I like that you see the destruction around him mm-hmm. or and around where they are, but I also like that we haven't seen snippets of him. And like you guys had also said in your previous episode, you can see it's, is it his sword? I think he's got like a giant sword. It's like a sword and you see a little bit of his helmet, which has that kind of uh, distinctive horn coming off the side. So you can kind of see right. that in silhouette and like the splittest of seconds. You see that. And then uh, there's w- one other one that you see like uh, a silhouette of uh, a forearm and a fist or a open hand. I can't remember exactly, but it, it was on flames. And so it's probably tied to this other scene. But um, I mean, those are kind of supernatural looking things. And so that would have to be tied uh, yeah. to Ares. But I don't know. I You know, this is going to be so interesting because one of the big criticisms, uh, probably rightfully so, with Batman v Superman was, I think, the second or third trailer. Uh, it was the one where we actually got the reveal of Doomsday. Right. And uh, for one, in some ways, it was it was potentially necessary to show him just because uh, those images were going to get out there. And, and I think some of the, the merchandise might have been shown it as well. Although I can't really right. think of any merchandise ultimately that... Yeah, I don't think there's really been anything, but there was that one report from one of the... Yeah, I think it was... Was it the 3D? It was somebody who had worked on the CGI for the film, yeah. I think, had said yeah. something about Doomsday being in it, which kind of which kind of forced their hand a little bit because uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that they planned on showing him at all. Like, I, my thing with that trailer was always if they had ended it right after, before they show Lex Luthor, kind of, you know, doing the hands, like, bring him to me. I yeah. feel like if they had ended it there, that would have been fine with, yeah. for me. Um, but I also, like you, I don't mind watching the trailers um, going into it. It still didn't take away from the battle ultimately at the end because you know they didn't show spoilers the death of superman but um wait wait what, what happened i said that they, they didn't show the death I know, of superman so oh gotcha oh boy so. he had me nervous there for a second i was like oh no did i just say something i shouldn't have um but yeah it's uh, it's just i think that they've learned they learned a lot you know through that movie unfortunately through some of the marketing and stuff but ultimately it never it didn't take away from the film for me i still still no, loved it. It, it didn't for me either uh, and so this is gonna be real fun i mean so we definitely have something uh to look forward to like there yes. shouldn't be any reveals of what Ares looks like. I don't believe we're going to see anything until right. the film itself. So that's going to be pretty fun. Like I, I typically don't don't get that opportunity to go into a film not knowing what the character looks like. And you know I've seen yeah. a little Lego thing, and uh, but it's you know that you can. It's a Lego. Yeah, it's a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can't go from point A to point B too well with a Lego. But right. So anyway, yeah, great, great final trailer. I, I think they hit this one perfectly. It had the humor. It had the energy. It had um, you know had uh, the little bits and pieces of um you know potential romance with steve trevor and diana yes. um, lots of lots of distinctly different epic epic fights and battles and and you could just see there's gonna be a ton of fist pump moments and I, i'm super impressed i am really impressed with what patty jenkins has done on this so far from what i can tell you know if the proof is going to be in a pudding when we see the film but right. it looks this looks so well balanced and i you know hopefully it's hopefully it, it satisfies a lot of the criticisms that the critics have had but you know we'll just have to wait and see i think it's it, you know it's still going to be pretty dark film in a lot of aspects and we'll just Agreed. see if uh, critics can get past that and try to try to give credit to what the filmmaker is trying to do and we just hope that's the case I agree with that 
100%. And I don't really know that I have much more to add to that. I just hope that it's giving given a fair shot. And because I feel like, you know, from everything that we've seen so far, it just, it looks amazing. It yeah. really does. And it I know does. I've said that about a lot of the DC films, but this is a character that, especially over the past couple of years, has really, really grown fairly, very close to my heart. And I just, I, I love who, who she is. And I feel like it's very prominent, you know, that it's coming out right now as well um, yep. in the time that we live in. So Absolutely. I feel, you know, like it's going to be a great, great film. And I'm just super excited to go and see it, go and see it with my lady. And then afterwards, finding a time to sit down with you guys and discuss it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, uh, thanks for joining me tonight. You know, I just uh, basically the way this thing went down, you know, I just felt like, you know, I need to put something out today. So I, I sent a message to our, our little host group uh, for the Squadcast Network this morning. I said, hey, you know, who wants to join me tonight for a quick recording? You're the first one to jump on. Scott was <laughs> conspicuously silent. And of course, Brent is <laughs> Brent is as he always is. He's, you know, stays completely, uh, he, he wants to stay completely oblivious, <laughs> especially yeah. right towards the end of the film. So he was refusing to see the trailer. Although he finally <laughs> admitted that he, he, he caved and he saw it. He did. So he was, uh, um, so he was, you know, pretty pumped by it. So kind of across the board, everyone seemed to be pretty pumped. I'm still a little skeptical of Scott. You know, he, he <laughs> says he saw it. Um, I don't know, man. I, Maybe that was just to get out of tonight's recording. I think it was, I, I think it was like him trying to say, you know, he wanted to be one of the cool kids and say that he saw it, but he, he really wants to kind of sit there and like stay in his little bubble. So I don't know. I've yeah. known Scott for a year and a half now, but I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if he hasn't watched it. There you go. There <laughs> so you anyway, go. Okay, guys. So um, that's it for this little quick hit. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on Twitter at Suicide Squadcast. You can reach me on Twitter at Alan Fire. And Jordan, how can they reach you? Uh, you guys can reach me at Jordan Funky on Twitter, or if you want to talk to me through the other show that I'm on is at DC Squadcast is our Twitter handle, but the title of the show is DC Comic Squadcast. So um, if you want to reach me, you could reach me there as well. Awesome. And then, of course, you could always email us at SuicideSquadcast at gmail.com. And we love to interact with you guys, so please don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you want to see the rest of the shows on our network, we've got three of them. Uh, go to www.SuicideSquadcast.com. We've also got a YouTube channel where you can see Jordan and his NC-17 review of the <laughs> Justice League trailer. So good. <laughs> and then we've we've got a couple different Facebook pages. We've got Suicide Squadcast Network Facebook page. And then uh, what's yours called exactly? Um, I believe it's just the Facebook page is DC Comics Squadcast. DC Comics so. Squadcast. Awesome. So, so guys, uh, regular episode as usual, uh, dropping this Saturday uh, with Scott and myself. And uh, But we wanted to give you a little something extra this week, especially when Doc Awkward had really put the pressure on us to, <laughs> there you to go. put out like, you know, a, an average of 115%. So. <laughs> right, exactly. So anyway. All right, guys, that's it. And uh, had a lot of fun. Man, just please make sure you go out and keep reading DC. See you guys. See ya.
All right, Jordan. So I have to call absolute BS on Scott here. He claims that he's watched this final trailer. You know and I know that there's a very good chance he has not watched it. But he's trying to tell us that he has. And you know what? I went back and took a look. Have you checked his social media at all? I have actually not checked his social media. But from knowing Scott, I agree with you entirely that it is BS. He's defending himself, which he usually doesn't defend himself. So that's saying something. Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 like a classic sign of just kind of like a little bit of guilt. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I went back and just to make sure I, you know, when the trailer drops Sunday night, I checked around that time. I checked all of his social media accounts. I checked the Suicide <laughs> Squadcast Twitter feed. I checked Facebook. I checked his Scott DC 27 Twitter account. Nothing. No comments about the trailer. Nothing about how awesome it was. I checked our Squadcast Slack communication group and nothing. nothing. Not a thing. Total nothing. silence. Yeah. Complete BS. Complete BS. You watch that trailer. There's no way you don't talk about how badass that trailer was. So Scott, I hate to do this to you, my friend, but you got this coming. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Everybody just pumped the brakes. Uh, Chris here, and I kind of got to step in, and I got to save Scott. He had my back before. Now I've got his. Scott, consider us even. Tim, nothing personal, but kind of got to do this. She seems like she's going to be the villain. And then it leads up through, you know, who's the other guy? Danny Glover. And then... What'd you say? Danny Houston. Oh, Danny Houston, not Danny Glover. (laughs) What am I thinking? I'll cut that out. Just go ahead and and re-say what you're trying to say. I'll I'll fix this up.